Yes, we are back in the building today on a lovely Tuesday night. It's raining outside, but it's perfectly fine. As always, I am the $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Join with the most handsome dad in the room, Alex oh, yeah. Drayton. I'm back. You're back. Feel like Eric Bischoff. Feel like I'm Eric back. Bischoff. And unfortunately, uh, Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noyce cannot be here today. But as always, we are Sons of Flip Radio, and we have a lot to cover today. Yeah, because Jeff's on, uh, he's on uh, he's what He's building a bathroom, actually. Oh, I, he, I was going to oh, okay. kayfabe it, but he didn't want to, like, really. I, think, I think he said he's building a bathroom, but... It's um, a ra- building a, ba- a bathroom to wrestle in. Yes. Yeah. But uh, we have a lot to cover today, ladies and gentlemen. We just had a very confusing pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of stuff changed since last week with our predictions, like a match didn't even happen, but we thought... Not just myself, but everybody thought that AJ Styles and almost was going to defend the titles against the Viking Raiders, but that did not happen. Yeah, last that, minute, that just got like, like they never, they even never mentioned. even brought it nope. up. Typical WWE, just and crush then, it, kill it. Yeah, so we record on Tuesdays, and news came out Friday afternoon that Rey Mysterio versus Roman Reigns inside Hell of a Cell was going to be on SmackDown. Again, the only reason why that happened is because Fox is pissed about, I guess, the ratings or what matches are going on because it's been very repetitive on SmackDown for a little while. Yeah. A little while, meaning about a month now. Yeah. The same people wrestling every single week in the same kind of matches. Slightly stale, and we've always been talking about SmackDown, how it is the A show now. It is. And they've been doing the Lord's work over there on Fox, but Mm -hmm. it has been so repetitive. They're they're treading water, basically. That's that's how I feel. It is. And, bad. It and is. Last week with the Hell in a Cell match, I thought it was different. Again, I know it was a ratings push. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it personally worked. It was different. Um, I enjoyed it. it. The match was what it was. It, you know, you know, Roman was going over. Absolutely. Because we know what the end game is. Yeah. You know, we're gonna get a return at, at somewhere. Who's Roman's next opponent? You know, they're telling two stories. Roman's got his thing going on, and then the Usos. Now, apparently, all of a sudden, Jimmy's with uh, Roman. Like, all all of a sudden. Because the way SmackDown ended the week prior, um, you know, Roman had a talking to him, and then all of a sudden, he must have came to his senses. So that Something was, happened. That kind of pissed me off a little bit, because I did want to see Jimmy, like, not conform. In it, you know what I mean? Not, and, like, not, not drink not join, the Kool-Aid. Not drink yes. the Kool-Aid, right. Because it's yes. a cult. Well, be, well, I mean, die. if you really think of, like of, of a cult-like following with Roman Reigns' character, that is absolutely true. Yeah. And it starts with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman has been completely brainwashed by Roman Reigns since Roman's come back under and he's like, the wing of Heyman. But it's funny because bitch. he's not even under his wing. Yeah, no. Heyman's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, boss, you know, whatever. Is like completely different. He carries himself in a 
in a different way than when he was with Brock. Oh, totally. It's, it's a complete 180 of how he However, he was always respected Brock. Roman Reigns, no matter how many times they fought, which was like three or four times. Yes. He always, and from like day one, he had always mentioned that. So to see that come to fruition years later is great storytelling. Who's telling that story? I don't know. Do you think that it's time... Because everybody said, you know, oh, wow, he's doing really good because he's with Heyman when he first right. started this. Yeah. So now, because it's been going on for a while now, mm-hmm. in your opinion, because I'm on the fence about it, do you think it's time that Paul Heyman kind of leaves him? Because what is Paul Heyman really doing except... Heyman's not doing anything because the Usos are doing all the legwork. Heyman's just there holding the title and... He acts as the voice with yeah. um, Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville. Exactly. He's, He's like the, the middle liaison. person. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, for him being the advocate or whatever he used to be called or whatever yeah. he is so to the maybe, tribal chief. I mean, I think, you know, so to to jump ahead a little bit, if Brock were to come back. Which there's talks of him coming back against Bobby Lashley. Yes. yes which give me that match. Everybody's mm-hmm. been waiting over 10 years for this yeah. match. And finally, you know. Brock hasn't done anything, but he's still a monster. If he came back yeah, right now, yeah. he's still good, which is very rare. Bobby is doing un- unforeseen work that who knew that he can do that? Yeah, he's because doing well. he's convincing me. I like him as champion mm-hmm. um, and MVP as his mouthpiece. Man. I mean, he's going to – we'll get into it later, but, yeah. I mean, his new challenger is going to be Kofi Kingston, and that's – that's good for Kofi because the way that he lost the title was complete bullshit. And me saying that as not even being a New Day fan. Yeah. Or, you know, the, the I mean, we were there when he won it, so it was really special. But then we all watched it when he lost it, and that was even worse. Yeah. <laughs> it was on live television was in nine worse. seconds. And then yeah. the only reason why he lost that quick was to bring in the debut of Kane Velasquez, who basically got released after the, March. He, he was after, gone, the yeah. after the Blood Money show. Mm-hmm. So that's all it was. So the retribution that Kofi's getting is pretty good, but we all know, again, that he's not going to win right. because they're setting up for SummerSlam, biggest party of the summer, August 21st in Vegas. Vegas, baby. They're starting to... They're going to have... Would you go? I would go. I looked up tickets. What up, was the price? What, uh, what was upper deck is that? 40 bucks. Oh, um, that's great. The middle is like 150 175 and uh, the that, lower that's bowl... That's my range. Lower bowl is 250 I mean, I would that's go. That's not terrible. That's I would really go. That's really not terrible. I mean... It's it's Las You're Vegas. You're probably going to get one of the better shows in yeah recent history. So it's either I can watch it on my couch or I can watch it live. Fuck it, we'll, we'll fuck it, we'll do it. Yeah, live. I, I checked flights. They're like three hundred bucks round trip. It's cheap out to Vegas. It, it's probably overall going to be almost a thousand dollar weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it depends on how long you want to go. Yeah, you know, it depends how long that you want to go. I mean. Do I want to see Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, which is going to be one of the main events? Sure. Do I want to see John Cena and Roman Reigns? Uh, That's the other one. I was going to mention that. Yeah. It's just to see those names, they have to pull those names out of the hat. They have to go to that direction because it's one of the core four Mm pay-per-views. It's the first time they've ever done it in a stadium since 1992. Wow. When it was in Wembley Stadium. Right. That was what? 29 years ago, by the way. But that's what they do. 29 years ago. And look at the main event that match. One of the greatest IC fights of all time mm-hmm. bulldog and bret hart um i'll tell you right now if john cena comes back you can book it now range john cena main event yeah there's a yeah. lot of talk 100%. of john cena coming back july 16th there's already talk of of uh i almost said adam copeland geez edge coming back july 16th he's gonna start a few with seth rollins well, that's why seth won 
over yeah. Cesaro. And, a, and I'll get into that in a minute because that was absolute horse I crap. I was hot about that. Um, yeah. Sasha's coming back July 16th and August 9th. Is and, the it's re- a, and it's been announced that she's back. Yeah. Her and Edge coming back for that show. And August 9th, uh, they're advertising the returning Fiend to come on Raw. August 9th? August 9th. The Fiend is coming back. Wow. Um, okay, I didn't know that. So there's a lot of stuff going. They're putting a lot of chips in the middle of the table for this pay-per-view. You have which to. Which they should. You have to. They have to. This is your WrestleMania, and you have to make it They that have way. to. This is... I mean, WrestleMania was great in front of 25,000 fans. They did that perfectly. Yeah. But now this it's is... Over two days. This right? is 65,000 people, and you know it's going to sell at out. At the Death Star, right? At That's the Death Star. It. It's yeah. the first live event at that stadium, I believe. In a year and a half. Yeah, because there was no football games and the Raiders opened it last year. So yeah. 65,000 people on August 21st on a Saturday in the middle of the summer in Las Vegas. That might be the new spot. If it all turns out well, this this could be groundbreaking. It could be. I hope that they put all their chips in for Money in the Bank, and I mm-hmm. hope this is the summer that they finally go hard. So before we go into Money in the Bank... And we I- have a meaningful... I'm sorry to cut you ahead. off. We have a meaningful July pay-per-view. We do. You realize that? I mean, they switched it because it was supposed to be June for Money in the Bank, but I understand why they did. Right. It's right. because they want it in front of a live crowd. Now, before we talk about Money in the Bank, we got to talk about the fact that we had a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view where the card was changed twice, right? We already talked about those two matches. And in the three of the top matches on the card, two of them ended up in roll-ups and one of them ended in a disqualification. Now... <laughs> As far as I've been watching wrestling, which has been over 30 years, I've never seen a worst booked pay-per-view as far as winning the match or ending the match or taking it to Broadway, however you want to say it, in my career of watching wrestling as I've seen this past weekend. What what match in particular are you talking about all of them? I don't like the fact that Bobby won on a roll-up. Yep. Because when you think of Bobby Lashley and his dominance, you think of his full Nelson hold. Mm-hmm. You think of him holding on to everybody and not letting them breathe and tapping out. That's what I think of Here's Bobby Lashley. Here's how that match should have ended. MVP can still do his little distraction. That's perfectly fine. And there's two things. Um, Lashley could have snuck up behind him and slapped on um, the hurt lock mm-hmm. and won that way. Yeah. Passed him out. He doesn't. He doesn't have to tap out. He can pass him out just like he did in Mania. Or he goes to put the hurt lock on him. At first, he shakes out of it, gets thrown into the other rope. Then um, McIntyre turns around. Bobby hits him with a spear, picks him up, puts him in the hurt lock. That's fine. Could have ended it that you way. Could end it that way. Either way, both of them work perfectly fine. But to me. Ninety percent, ninety nine percent of that match was amazing. It was good, and then the rest, that last, all it takes is the finish. You yeah. remember what the finish? The finish, yeah. And again, this is the first time I think in a long time in Hell in a Cell there weren't any spots outside of the cage. Um, there weren't. No one climbed on top of the cage. I told my no, wife no that one because got, there was footholes in there. too. Yeah, there are footholes in yeah. there. I mean, Bianca Belair. Um, that was the best match. It was the first match. Yeah. Her, Bailey, fin- her Bailey finisher on the ladder. Ama- ba- ba- Bailey work. carried that match for a while. I thought she died. Oh, what? When she did the uh, that the, the that. kiss of death on the ladder? The way the ladder was set it up. It folded like, up oh weird. Yeah. But the thing with the Bobby and Drew, which I don't appreciate, maybe other wrestling fans agree with me. And if you do, just leave a comment on this post when we post the episode. Is, or email us or at email sunsetsplitpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Which you, got, you, you left there purposely, and I said it when I'm listening back <laughs> in my car. I was like, he fucked it up. Well, I, I thought Jeff would know what it was. but Oh, you tried to pass the book. He was like, Jeff. uh. I don't even know it. <laughs> 
the fact that WWE is still trying to protect Drew McIntyre, even though he's lost a few times, he got choked out or he passed out at WrestleMania. He got beat in Hell in a Cell in a cheap way, only protect, only to protect him. Where everybody knows that, especially yeah. after last night when he loses to Riddle, he's not going to be in the Money in the Bank. Nope, he won't be. The only, in thing, my opinion, he won't be in the Money in the Bank. The only thing that will save him is if he um redoes a feud with Sheamus and they have just like a grueling match for the championship at SummerSlam. Um I don't then he's gonna go to the mid card. No, I what I see with Drew happening is I see Drew having a one off feud with somebody at SummerSlam, then him getting drafted to SmackDown. That's what I see with Drew McIntyre. I mean that's what keeps it fresh. I'll that's what that. keeps it fresh. I'll and at the that. same time, for him, that's a good thing. And at the same time, my other favorite guy, Cesaro, who lost in the same way. I thought that was the best match of the night, in my opinion. Um, I see him winning Money in the Bank and then getting drafted to Raw. Damn, that's good. That's so good if you really think about it, you're protecting a lot of people. So think about this in this capacity, everybody. The center of the WWE right now is Roman Reigns. Yeah. Nobody is around him. Rightfully he, he, so. It's rightfully so. He is the head of the he table. He is the head of the table. He's the center of the line. He is the middle. He is anything you want. Any other fucking theory you want to say. So what Vince is trying to do is he's trying to branch everything off of what Roman Reigns' character will do. So right. one of those So he's things, got to combine two shows and branch off yes. everything. So what what he's going to be doing is he's going to be bringing in John Cena, who is a name we haven't seen in years, and who still sells the most T-shirts and action figures in it's the company. It's a cheap pop. It is. However, it gets Roman over like gangbusters. It like, does. It's and so and guess big. what? He tried with Edge and it didn't work. Yeah. He and that's why Daniel Bryan was put in. But that's a whole other story for a whole other day. Yeah. So in the center, you have Roman Reigns, and you're branching off these all these different ideas. The fact that Roman and Drew had a phenomenal banger of a match last Survivor Series is still resting in everybody's minds because mm-hmm. they want to see that again. Yeah, it lives just right like how we want to see mind. Bobby and and Brock. I mean, how how I don't know if a lot of people want to see John Cena and Roman Reigns, but people are going to get it because John Cena is the big name to go against the big champion. I do. I mean, people, you'll get the return, so you get the kids involved. Yeah, you got the. You'll still adult sell the green shirts like us. Yeah, you, know, you still, still see the green. Shirt. You'll, you'll still sell the green shirts and the jorts and the armbands. Yeah, you'll, and um, you'll, you'll still then sell you'll that. Get a hot heel Roman Reigns who's doing the absolute best work a wrestler can do in any. Promotion you'll get today. both guys getting booed at the same time at the main event because Smark Smarks, aka right. smart wrestling fans, in their own opinions, think that I can boo for Roman Reigns and I can boo for John Cena because it's guys like. Cesaro is not there and guys who I like yeah. like Kevin Owens is not there and guys who I like you know anybody oh, else they had a great match too Kevin Owens oh, that was a and, phenomenal and match they beat the shit out of each yeah. other because they know each other they're like and brothers they exactly yeah they're like brothers so if you if they, you have, they work stiff they do yeah so if you have Roman Reigns in the middle right and you're bringing in John Cena right you have to do something after because everybody knows that no one's going to be Roman Reigns unless his name is The Rock so your backup plan is to have Drew take the loss at Hell in a Cell, package him to SmackDown, then you start that feud. Okay? Yeah. And then to protect a guy like Cesaro, who's coming off a cheap loss, because the only reason why Roman, the only reason why Seth Rollins won that match like that 
to go over Cesaro is because he's going to be facing Edge at SummerSlam. Yeah, but I don't like that 50-50 booking, though. Because they, then it, he's nobody been doing, gains any ground. He's been doing 50-50 booking since I the know, fucking golden I era. And like, and, like, even even look at something stupid like Liv Morgan and Carmella from the past two SmackDowns. Carmella beat Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan beat Carmella. So what are we going to see this, this week on SmackDown? I'm, I'm just taking a, a wild match. guess. Yeah. A rubber match, right? But it's going to be for a spot in the women's money in the bank. Right now, who I which would... Which is actually still good booking. I mean, right now, the four wrestlers that are in the women's money in the bank, I think if they're that's good. the case, Liv wins that one. I think yeah. Liv should win the money in the bank. That's just my opinion. Um, if you want... The whole money in the bank, since it started at WrestleMania 21, was kind of to give an up-and-coming superstar the chance to win the title. Right. Edge did it. RVD did it. Jack Swagger did it. CM Punk did it. You know what I mean? And then, na- and then once names like... Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Sheamus, Randy, Randy Orton, Orton, Dean Ambrose, you know. Don't forget, Damian Sandow won one, for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah. So, I mean, anybody can really win it. But what the WWE is doing, in my opinion, is they're going to book. I think they're going to book Cesaro to do it because they want to get him to that. The easiest route to the top is to win the money in the bank. Right. And they're going to switch brands with him to possibly be to be the WWE champion, which is again, as it always is a step lower than the universal champion right now. So, yeah, that's true. You're not, I mean, you're not the guy, you know, if you really look at, if you really look at it, it's a bunch of different pieces that they're going to put together. And it did start this past weekend with the unfortunate loss that Cesaro had. And that drew McIntyre, you know, six months from now, when we look back on this, you know, we're going to obviously, you know, just kind of laugh at each other because yeah. like, oh my god, how did we get here from this? It's at you know, Survi- six months from now, Survivor Series. You realize that, right? Yeah, or it, well, five months really. It's funny. Yeah. We're this is episode number sixty-four. We've been recording this since last April. So we mid-April. So, so we kind of started this podcast going into the COVID era, and then Alex mentioned it before we we started this with no fans but no fans and it's great and it's still going on with no fans until july 16th so it's been a hell of a ride so we're basing all of our predictions and all of our analysis and all of our random thoughts and along with jeff's for the past year it would just muscle yeah in the past year has just been nothing but guessing because we can't see what the fans think yeah i mean i can look at the thunderdome and I can't tell anything because no. I know in the back of my mind that staged the also, producers you know. are piping in noise. Yeah. So how am I supposed to know if you like Cesaro or if this person doesn't like Roman Reigns or if this person wants Nikki Cross to be a women's champion? Oh, God. I don't now, know before we dive into that. Monday Night Raw, if you look back at the rest of the Hell in a Cell card, the worst match in the card, in my opinion, was Rhea Ripley for Charlotte Flair. It was. That match was clunky. That match was out of place. It had no buildup. I don't think they can work together. I, I don't, don't think they have chemistry. I don't think that Rhea's time I don't was underst- right now. I don't you know, that too. I don't understand Charlotte's character either. I really don't know. It's uh, what is she doing? She, uh, I don't know. I, you see, I don't think I, I don't, don't. I don't quite get it, and it pisses me off. And maybe they're doing this on purpose that she's just hovering around the title because of the namesake but maybe that's why they're doing it. but it's funny because she never acted see throughout rick flair's career he was always mostly the champ every time i've seen him do promos and everything but i don't think i've seen rick flair in his career be 
in a way that Charlotte is acting now. So maybe like she's trying to pay homage to that way, but I've never seen that before. Yeah. Now to me, it just seems like her character is basically to get involved to be the main event any way she can, which is perfectly fine. Yeah, because all she does is just talk talk to the right person, and she ends up there. All she does ever is since talk she came back. Deville. Exactly. Yeah. Which I hope that kind of pans out a little bit more. Like mm-hmm. there's a little bit more development there. Um, I I feel like we're getting something. I just can't see the bigger picture. Now, right I understand now. the rematch at at Money in the Bank because it does make sense what Adam Pierce and Sonya were saying, where you kind of disqualified yourself, so as a result, there will be a rematch. Got to make it fair for Flair. I mean, it, fair for Flair, yeah. I mean, it was very smart, and even um, Charlotte said that. She's like, oh, bitch, you're learning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just didn't, to be honest, I was very, I wasn't intrigued in that match at all. That was the popcorn match. Um, that was the bathroom break. It, it kind of was. And I mean, you had a, there were a lot of women's that, matches on the card. Say. There was, there, there was, was four I think there women was four matches, three, including yeah. the pre-show. Yeah. I mean, Mandy Rose and Natalia, that's just going to line up to be money in the bank. Them two go, or them four going for the women's tag team championship. Um, Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler. Again, Alexa Bliss's character. I have no idea where it's going. She got um, new music yesterday. Again, for the third time since she's been this this character, she's had new music. You change her music two times to get her over more? I don't know. Then you put her in a tag team with Nikki Cross, who looks like Mighty Molly. Who is a poor man's female version of the Hurricane <laughs> right now. Um, don't get me started. That, that promo that she cut before the match is quite possibly one of the worst things I've ever heard in professional wrestling in the past <laughs> 10 years. Uh, Tom um, getting hot. It yeah. was hot. No, you know, you know, I'm just, I'm just sick of, I'm, you know, I'm just what? sick of being treated like a child. No, I'm getting sick of how they start the show off. Well, the promos with Bobby and new day, were good. Um, and then There's they start good stuff at yeah. the top. There's shit in the, the middle. Ri- the ricochet match was awesome. Yeah. You know, I never met a guy that can take that that can die and then come back to life like Ricochet just did. Um, <laughs> right? Did, he so, didn't like so, two episodes ago. So oh, you said, "Oh, it, get the shovel." <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's been following us religiously, and we have our religious fans out there, the the Sunset Flip Radio fan, um, diehard fans. What we got to figure out what we're gonna. I call think uh, I know. I was trying to think of a name real quick, but I couldn't think of one. I think since like episode five, I've been a Flippers. huge. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> Them damn flippers. I've been a huge mark for for uh, Ricochet, and when oh, he this, was this goes back. This further goes than back that, for a while than that. I've been a huge mark for Ricochet since Tom did the pose at, NXT, at Brooklyn. When, yeah, yeah. Um, we went to SummerSlam. So, we went to SummerSlam. We remember we that. did. Yeah, and we, went to, and we went to Money in the Bank. Um, wow, we had a good year. That was a good fucking. That was a good, for us, man. Was a good and that was a uh, Mania too. It was Mania. Yeah. Oh my god, it was a good run. But we had a good run. We had a good run. No, but. It, it's kind of funny how some guy can literally kill himself and put dig himself in a 10-foot hole and then magically reappear like the Undertaker, like the Undertaker did. Shovel. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy for Ricochet. I know that people don't like him because, in Jeff's words, flippy-dippy bullshit. But I right. think that he's a good worker. I think he's a phenomenal athlete. I think that he can create spots. And I know that, and, and I know in the back of my mind that's the only reason why he's in the match. Um, yeah, he's a ladder if spot you, guy. If you look at... Because Kofi won't be in it. So, no. You know, like, if you look at the Money in the Bank card so far, on the Money in the Bank match, there's going to be eight spots in the match. Eight spots? Eight spots, this. yep. That's a lot. Now, Jeez. there are... The guys that have been selected are guys that... 
Which have... find out about what three people yesterday? Yeah, it was um, Riddle. Riddle. Yep. John Morrison, which I'm very happy about too, because I think he deserves a shot. I do too, but I don't know if he's going to be in it when it's all said and done. I think he'll be in it. I'm curious where that backstage segment went last night with. Uh, you had Cedric Alexander. Oh, you had um, um, Jeff Hardy, Jeff Hardy Sheamus, Sheamus, and Jinder there. Mahal. That's who it was. Jinder, but yep. if you really think about it, those guys haven't been on TV as much as Riddle, John Morrison, and even Ricochet. Oh, no, of course. Ricochet's yeah, I mean, had a lot of it, 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 it kind of cancels out because Ricochet's time on TV was against Sheamus, and Sheamus was in the promo. Yeah. So I mean, all, yeah, that that that's weird because Sheamus is no situation there. It's broken nose. So yeah, he obviously can't wrestle, so they kind of put the kibosh on that yeah. right now. So if I had to predict the final spots, I'm going to say Cesaro is going to get in. I'm going to say Shinsuke is going to get in. I think Sami Zayn finds a way in, and so was that six now? That's six. The winner of next week's match. Oh, the uh, so you'll it, you'll probably have there. I want to say Randy Orton because you'll have Randy Orton and Riddle in the same match together. Yeah, and I think the eighth How spot's going to be John Cena. I think the eighth spot's going to be John Cena. The Money in the Bank. I think yes. He's coming back July sixteenth. Money in the Bank's July eighteenth. They can always say, "Hey, we have this person." You know what I mean? We have, we have the last spot. Remember when we went? Yeah. Remember who got taken out? Uh, it was a female. No, it was no? Sami Zayn. Didn't remember Sami Zayn got taken out and Brock Lesnar came. We all thought it was the Fiend. Remember that? Yes, because yes. we wanted it to be. We wanted it to be the Fiend. Ali was at the top of the um the ladder, and then Brock's music hit, and we, it was a huge pop. Yeah, yeah, yep. So I mean, I know, I know that's kind of premature booking because I'm just trying to think ahead. But if you look at SmackDown in the Book past the couple weeks, you bitch. yeah, fantasy booking one on one, like we always say. But if you really look at the the past couple of weeks of programming about all the people that had time on SmackDown, all the people that have had progress on SmackDown. It's Cesaro. It's Shinsuke. It's Sami Zayn. It yeah. could be Big E, maybe. I don't know. I think Big E's going to kind of go back to maybe Apollo a little bit because uh, Kevin I, Owens uh, is out the window again. Hey man, for four or five months now. But if Big E gets into it, this is how Big E gets to the main event. I don't think he's going to do it though. That's my dark horse. If somebody is in it that I don't know about, if if he gets in it, yeah. Cesaro to me is going to win it. Um, okay. Even with John Cena in the match, that's that's a hot take to say. Yeah. What do you, what dirt sheets are you reading? I'm just thinking. I'm I'm thinking outside just the box. Logical, I'm thinking right? outside the box because WWE does not have a box right now. Nope. They are pulling. They're pulling so many left turns, and they're doing all these different rewrites and everything. What gets people excited? It's the first live, second live pay per view mm-hmm. in the end of the COVID era into regular. What gets people interested? Normality. John Cena. Yeah. What gets people interested? Big names. Right. You know what I mean? I mean that the fact match, that we you have do have to pull off something crazy. The fact that we have Bobby and Kofi already booked. I think Brock will make an appearance there. Hands yeah. Down. He could make an appearance. Absolutely. He'll Especially call, he'll now, cost Kofi the match. Now this makes sense if if it Brock all, comes back because uh-huh. Brock beat Kofi for the title, right? And the Brock and Bobby because Paul Heyman or no MVP said the other day, quote, Bobby's not afraid of Brock Lesnar. I saw that in a quote. So basically, he's talking shit about Brock Lesnar. Right. Brock Lesnar has a former history with Kofi when he beat him in nine seconds on uh, on national television. 
And now Bobby Lashley's champion. Brock's going to go after the belt. So what you just said makes complete sense of him coming back at Money in the Bank yeah. to kind of reclaim glory and then set up a match at SummerSlam yeah. a month later. Yeah. I mean, and then you can tell the story a, a lot better, too. You could. You could. It and makes sense. It, it gets the people hot. It, it gets you going into what is normally a very lame summer. Very lame. Yeah. Summer. Well, I mean, the next two months are huge because July and August are going to be the two biggest pay-per-views of the year. Correct. And that's listen, that's even including WrestleMania. Yeah. Because WrestleMania, they and that's just a fact of life. WrestleMania, like I, I feel like they, I feel like when they booked the WrestleMania card, they kind of just booked it quickly. I do too because I think it all had to do about. You know, COVID restrictions. Yeah. What could they get away with, mm-hmm. people wise, and and all that stuff? So I I do feel like that played a big part. They of just it. booked it to book it, but now I think what they're doing now is the fact that they're going back on tour. Yeah, they went through the motion, and the fact that they're getting people back now, and the fact that they're bringing these big names is they're actually going to be thinking about what they're going to be doing. Yeah, they're going to care once again. Yeah, they're going to care. I think there was a certain point in this COVID era wrestling with the. Uh, the Thunderdome that they just stopped caring a little bit. Oh yeah, they and did. I think that was right after. I want to say the Royal Rumble is where the I February think March. The well, that's yeah. the lame even, part of wrestling. Even going into WrestleMania. Yeah, that's the lame part of wrestling. You know that yeah. February March something good happens. Now think what happened in February March. The biggest thing, in my opinion, was the story of Alexa Bliss and the Fiend getting told. Yep. And then the whole story of Balmy and Bobby Lashley became champion, so Drew goes after Bobby. <laughs> right. That's the only right? other thing right that, there. That was probably... Four-month program. Yeah, four-month program. And it's funny. We, we complain about a four-month program. Remember, back in the day, this would take a whole calendar year. Yeah. There was less pay-per-views, less I mean, screen time. This is the golden I mean? era? Shit. This is the golden era. This is a five, six-month program. Yeah. And nobody complained there, but now yeah. because we want everything instantaneously, our attention spans are so short. Oh yeah. Oh, it's gone on for three months. This is boring. Yeah, I, I have to watch the Street Profits against the However, Cable Academy for two weeks in a row. Damn. Right. What was Tra- me? Training wins. However, yeah. the reason there's a difference there is because of the programs. Yeah. How many shows there are? What we get? Oversaturation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The network. Know? So that's why the network. Everything. Right. You know so what I mean? That's why it gets a little dull really quickly. That's why things have to be refreshed so quick. So I and like when you mean refreshed, it means bringing in new names. New names meaning old reliables. Listen, Vince McMahon. Now we got to talk about. Go ahead. We got to talk about um, what happened before Raw with these dark matches too. Oh yeah, you hear about well, that? I'm not happy about that, but <laughs> Vince McMahon's. That could be somebody who I I, I heard Pete um fucking Adam Cole might end up in Money in the Bank. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah. end up in it, not necessarily. I didn't say yeah. win it, but but Vince McMahon's go-to plan for every WrestleMania is them. Let's bring back the old guys. Let's bring back the Batistas and the Triple H's of the world and the Undertaker. Part-timers. Been, yeah. The Undertaker who's clinging on to his one hip that he had for the last four WrestleManias Poor when he guy. wrestled. But I mean, you know, those times are over. Yep. Those times are officially over. And I, I, and mean, I think this year kind of proved that yes, I think, Edge was there, but still. Yeah, I mean, Edge looked like complete shit at WrestleMania, and everybody knows that, and everybody says that. he That match was not good. He didn't perform well. He Daniel was carried Bar- by Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Daniel Bryan carried that match, so what happens? Edge comes back at SummerSlam and wrestles Seth Rollins. Someone who Obviously, Edge is getting over. Done. Right. There's no way that you're going to have Edge lose at WrestleMania, come back and lose at SummerSlam. It's just stupid booking. For for us being wrestling fans and for us to know 
not I hate much being about too smart and no, it's too much I mean, into it. I mean, it am I a smart? Like, Are you a moment? smart? No, but I mean, it's just, it's logical, just logical sense. Yep. It makes a hundred percent sense. And and I don't even if you ask me right now what the fiend is gonna do, I have no idea. So I'm not. I mean, he's one of my favorite wrestlers. I can't tell you what he's gonna walk into. Maybe the fiend versus the demon. I have no idea. But. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, because when we Finn, transition because to Finn NXT, Balor, uh, Finn Balor has it, already yeah. said that, hey, I would come back to the main roster. So really? He did say that, yes. Oh, okay. So, I mean, there's so much stuff going on, right? And, I mean, I hell in a cell. I want to Billy, give him the Billy Madisons. Like, don't grow don't up. Grow don't grow up, yeah. yeah. I mean, transitioning from hell in a cell Stay to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, to Monday Night Raw last night. I mean, a couple of things that. That I, I just don't agree on the is hell, of a, hell in a cell match last night. The hell in a cell match again. again ratings. That's it. That's it. That, because that, USA was pissed. They had to make do a make good, and that was it. Like that really sucks. That was it. It Literally. wasn't bad. I mean, Xavier Woods spot with the table, and he pretty much over jumped it too. That was actually pretty good. You know, I I know you don't like the new day, but like in parts, they're yeah. actually really good. Okay. Oh, so go. for the eighty seventh time on go. this podcast, Lord of mercy. since day oh, one, Lord of mercy. since day one, I have been the biggest New Day fan. But it's not; it's the reasons why I don't like the New Day is as I kind of just feel tell, like tell that me they who were just no. Nah, it's just it's just the whole you know getting gifted everything and their matches and programs have kind of been the same stuff. I don't think I, I think that's, that's what all you're I'll missing. Say. I I, I can't you, I can't get off into that way. It. I don't think they necessarily were gifted it. I, well, I they mean, worked hard to get to it. Yeah, to get that gimmick over, and then once the gimmick was over, they just took it to the moon because of the sales and the right. podcast and the fact that they're eleven time tag champs. Even though Xavier is not even a tenth of as good of a, of a wrestler as Kofi is, and Kofi should be doing his own thing. Xavier should just be his manager because well, Xavier's that, hurt, and then the you MVP. break up Biggie for no reason because he's MVP been dead in the water. Where does MVP try? You know, he tried to put that wedge oh, yeah. in between him. Yeah. I Do mean, we get a heel turn like the shield where it's actually mm, Woods who does it? I don't know if the New Day will ever turn. If they did, then... That would be huge for the crowds coming back, but that's beside the point. If they did turn, then it would be Xavier and Kofi. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, shield, shield style. Shield's like, and then I just, I don't know if I can see Xavier joining the Hurt Business. That's kind of weird. And then because you still have Big E floundering on SmackDown, who's getting involved in tag team matches with General I Sneeze and... I don't think that's his and, fault, And uh, Apollo Crews. That's not his fault. That's, I know. That's it's, the release of Aleister Black. That's that the release of Aleister Black, all and it's the up. fact that they need a face to take on the IC champion that's not Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens had his shine. Now he's taking time off after losing Just the same Just give that guy the belt already. Who? Kevin Owens is so good. Uh, he is good, but he's taking time off now. Oh, I didn't know that. He is taking time off, yes. You won't see him for a little bit. SummerSlam? Maybe, but he's taking time off. Oh, okay. I think Kevin Owens is probably one of the top three guys in the company overall. He's, you, he's helped carry this COVID era. He's been one of the MVPs. And, and I mean, another one besides Blashley and MVP, I guess you can say, is if you think of how Apollo was done during the whole COVID era, he was a United States champion. He did good, too. He did have good programs with Bobby Lashley and MVP, and then becomes an IC champ, completely changes his persona, completely yeah. changes his gimmicks. He got over so well. He and did. like that's the benefit of that. So I know we've had this discussion on previous episodes. Check the archives. Um, Anywhere you find your podcast. Right. And, uh, everybody in this COVID era, 
You and you can count them on one or two hands, depending on who you talk to. There's a number of people who have helped carry this this whole year and a half, year and three quarters of COVID crap. And um, you know, Apollo really benefited from all this. The biggest name here that can be said uh, that benefited the most is Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, Apollo's up there. Drew McIntyre carried the company. Bobby Lashley got over. And remember, MVP. Roman like, Roman missed five on. months. He did. Roman was out for five months. He, he did. was out for the yeah. Now a name that did carry SmackDown that doesn't get enough credit was also AJ Styles. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Silent when, warrior there too. When they had the women the, were Oscar, but yeah, yeah. When they had the IC tournament. Right? That was in July? That was earlier than that, I thought. Yeah, you think so? I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was in July. Well, well, yeah, because Sami Sami Zayn took the title and left, quote-unquote, after WrestleMania. But you had the banger of Styles and Daniel Bryan on on SmackDown, half an hour match, and Mm -hmm. AJ becomes champion to the point where your main, your universal champion, Braun Strowman, a.k.a. just title holder, you know, transitional champion yeah. is not getting as much traction as your IC champ because right. your IC champ is doing double the work. Yeah. While your IC champ is having killer matches with Daniel Bryan and all these other guys, Braun Strowman's facing The Miz uh, and John Morris and one on one. on his yeah. first night on the main roster. It's, it's crazy Smackdown. how AJ Styles. See, AJ Styles, to me, another one top three guys in the company because he can do anything you ask him to and he does it well. <laughs> Flat earther, yes. Yeah. He can lose to Ricochet, he can be a world champion. He, he can does be, not get he, hurt. He can go over on the New Day at WrestleMania with a guy who's never wrestled before. Right. He can pair himself with a guy that has never done anything in the ring before, and he puts himself over. AJ Styles is a, tra- is, is a universal talent that the WWE... One in a lifetime talent. That, that, the, that the WWE should be lucky that they have. For there sure. is no... There is, honestly, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens... You know, you got to put, put Sami Zayn in there, too. You, you put Sami Zayn, you put Seth Rollins up there. Those guys are talents that if the WWE ha- didn't have those, good hands, right? if they didn't have those talents in the past year with the loss of Roman and the loss of John Cena and the loss of the fact that you can't build storylines with guys like The Fiend and other characters yeah. in wrestling, they would be completely lost. Yep, agreed. Completely lost. Those guys did the dirty work. Those it's are the a, guys. It's the truth because we know it it's a, as it's a fact the, from years before, even with fans in attendance. It's the truth. Yep. From when SmackDown was the A show, when uh, Styles and uh, Ambrose had the belt. Yeah, it's the truth. It's yep. the straight up truth because, you know, the fact that you need someone to wrestle for forty for fifteen minutes at eight forty to 9.05, right. from 8.40 to 8.55. Through, through two commercial breaks. Yeah, through two right. commercial breaks in the middle of a Friday night SmackDown. Who do you go to? You go to Sami Zayn, you go to AJ Styles, you go to Kevin Owens, because those guys can carry a match. Yeah, you go to the hot hand. Yeah, you know what I mean? You're not going to go... And, and I mean, you got to you gotta give the women credit, because what the women did was unbelievable, too. The fact that Bailey and Sasha basically carried an Oscar... For like eight months. ...carry the entire company. It's crazy. Yep. It's absolutely crazy, because remember, you had no Charlotte, you had no Becky. Nope. No, and you know, and I mean, again, you had wrestlers yeah, I like Charlotte was out. Yeah, and then, but then at the same time, all this revolves around the fact that WWE cannot program the right way because you had at, at this time. Remember during COVID, yep. these are the women wrestlers you had: Natalia, Naomi, Peyton Royce. You had Billy Kay. You had Ruby Riot. You had, you had Liv Morgan. Such good work at the time. Billy you had Kay, Liv Morgan. You know, you had um, Carmella was gone for a little bit. Yeah. 
But after Money in the Bank, she wasn't around. But that's until six. She those re-debuted. are six. Lacey Evans. You had too. Yep. And you had Sonya Deville. Because so, remember the Sonya Deville Lacey Evans matches on SmackDown? They were fucking bangers, man. Yeah. And you had Mandy Rose and you had Dana Brooke. Well, you had that. Um, and Nia Jax. Yeah. And she, you had twelve women that were capable of putting on matches to fill the An card. An embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Yes. And they kind of just dropped the ball because what are they going to do? No offense to Bailey and Sasha, but you really can't overwork the horses like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You get you, you got to give some other people time to shine. That's been yeah. That's you got to develop new talent, and this is the time to do okay. it. Okay, yeah. develop new talent is something that we've been saying since episode two. I know. You know what I mean? So I now transitioning to something like NXT, well, when is that development time going to shine? Mm-hmm. We are on the heels of a new NXT in 40 minutes from now where Diamond Mine debuts. What is Diamond Mine, do you think? I don't know because it, it's I'm so curious like, too. like I and then also don't forget in NXT, oh, I'm glad N- we transitioned N- NXT here, boy. NXT last week was one of the greatest NXT episodes I've seen in a while. Oh man, I had to go change my underwear. My wife Samoa Joe? Come on. My wife's doing her hair. She went in the shower, did her hair. I'm watching NXT holding my daughter and Samoa Joe's music hit. And it was the I mean, loudest we all knew I've it was coming, been. but I mean, I like his role where Regal's still there, but he's just the enforcer to Regal, which makes a lot of sense. It it allows him to dabble in a little bit of wrestling, but he can't. But he's he, not yeah, clear to wrestle. Right. And I mean, the matches. I mean, the program. The he whole choked L- Adam Cole out. He did. So he bitched him so he bad. Did. He sunned him. He yeah. sunned Adam Cole in maybe five seconds. He did. It was so now, so now, what's Vince's answer? Because always, obviously, Vince has had an answer since 1985 when he bought the company. His answer is to call up Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed on main event to wrestle. Bronson Reed wrestles Drew Gulak, and you have your NXT champion Karrion Cross debuting on main event and beating Shelton Benjamin. Oh, he was on main event. Yes. Oh, Those I thought two, it was a dark match. Just like dark they just... matches, quote unquote, which they were supposed to be do before. The uh, right, pay-per-view right, yep. to be watched by managers and leaders in the company were actually taped for main event. Got it. So we have the and NXT. They said that Karrion Cross's main event. Everybody was impressed with him. Yes. So he he's a main roster talent though. Like whether you like him or you don't, I do like Karrion Cross. The way he's portrayed is totally main roster. Yeah. And it translates there. Okay. Um. But what about Adam Cole? You know what I mean? I, Adam Cole is a one thousand times better wrestler than Cross. I, I couldn't. I yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. However, Adam Cole does better in a group setting. He does. The breaking up of the undisputed era, I really think, hinders and hurt his chances of getting to the main roster. Whether he wanted to be there or not doesn't matter remember he did get called up for a Royal rumble and he did wrestle against daniel bryan and during won. the invasion and he beat him and he went over and daniel bryan on the main event over. of a smackdown remember that remember and why the oh they changed his music his music is garbage yeah, right it's now pretty bad. it's basura it's garbage remember it's when the wrestlers were stuck in saudi arabia they had all the nxt talent get called up and remember how good Last that show was. Notice, yeah, they remember how good that show was. they basically booked survivor series overnight and they let it off with that smackdown and all listen, that's all it took were wrestlers to get stuck over there, and you yeah. got better shit than you've seen in years. That's because Come again, on. people people are at the breaking point where they want to see new faces. Absolutely, and these new faces that they're seeing, I don't want to see fucking Rick Boogs. You know what I mean? I don't want to. You don't s- like that? I mean, he's cool, but oh. like, 
you know what I mean. I know. If I, know. If I want to see a new, he's not going to wrestle. I, if you like, want to see somebody, you want to see them wrestle. It's yeah. Not just to be like, there. Like, if I want to see someone up there, you know, I want to see Pete Dunne get fucking just crazy debut and beat the shit out of people. Pete Dunne should be world champion, but that's be- be- the Because Pete Dunne is a guy who deserves to have more in his resume or more stuff going on than what he's yeah. doing now. He should be challenged. He carried that there. match, that five-way match. They they did that match the way that they did it. They did it the right way. You take out the big guy cross, right. and then you let the four ring the guys artists who can carry do the, the job. match do the job. <laughs> right. But then again, wh- and then we're saying, why did they call up Bronson Reed and 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 uh, Karrion Cross to try out matches? Think of this now. This They're is trying the- to load the roster for when they go back. They're going back hard. Okay, hard on the road. They're yeah. they're doing it. I think Vince... But you're I, taking both of your champions, which means they're going to have short reigns. They're going to drop it. What do they have in common? Blah, blah, blah. What are the, What's the one thing that they have in common that Vince McMahon sees in them? Oh, I mean, they're just big. They're, exactly. This is big. This is the formula. The trope. This is the formula he's followed since 85. <laughs> so, remember, he, I mean, the guy, Vince I, likes I mean, the big Bronson guys. I mean, Bronson Reed has... I, I think he had Earthquake kind of clothes on the other day as like an homage to him because he had the... The, the Richter the, scale? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, look at the champions now. Bobby Lashley, big dude. Sheamus, big dude. Roman Reigns, big dude. Apollo, short, but he's big. Yeah, he's huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, Apollo's huge. Okay. Who are the SmackDown tag team champions? Exactly. <laughs> right? Who yeah. are the Raw tag team champions? Almost, who's nine foot six, and you have AJ <laughs> Styles. You know what I mean? Right. So, so, so the formula that Vince McMahon has used throughout his whole career bigger is better. Is that could be the and then who's going to be coming back? Brock Lesnar, John Cena, these huge names. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, they're all big guys, and ninety nine percent of wrestlers are big guys. Yeah, but, but you know what that does is it just puts like everybody else who's smaller just like. Never on that level. Okay, you, this it goes. Sucks. This you know, goes it, as far back thing. as I know. This goes as far back as Macho Man Randy Savage and who Hulk wasn't Hogan. that big? He was big, but he but wasn't, he wasn't that, big. that big. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yep. guys like Bret Hart. I mean, Shawn Michaels kind of broke the mold when he became champion. He did, but Bret Hart was right there too. Bret, Bret Hart, Hart did was it right first. there. Bret, Bret Hart, Hart did, did it first, first. but he, but he, he he couldn't get a paper bag over. So I mean, you know, it's it it just although that would have been a fine match. That would be a fine match. But it just boils down to the fact that Vince, Vince McMahon, I think he's, bag I, yeah, I think he's starting to poach because they sent executives to NXT to watch matches at the Performance Center. I don't. I here's the thing. I don't understand. I, I never. He's starting. Will. He's starting to poach. He's going to be poaching. Why are you treating it as like an off-brand, like an AEW sort, MLW, ROH, uh, PWG what, sort NXT? of thing. When it's your own company, it's under your own banner. Yeah, yeah, but he's not the one in charge of it right now. That So here's my thing. His son-in-law is running it. That's where I'm getting at. It's like how different the two mindsets are that you have to go down to poach from your son-in-law and something that I've heard, you know, on, on Dirt Sheet say that he pays zero to five percent interest in, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, or attention to. And it's just like you're treating it as if, one, it's the bastard child, but it's the brand that's kind of keeping your ratings, like, up there. You see, the problem is Vince McMahon doesn't see that. What he sees is he, 
he sees that people are talking about NXT. Yes. He's he's not a stupid person. No, I know that. I, oh, no, I know that, believe too. Believe me, we all know that. We all know that, and he's not a stupid man. He pays attention to that shit. He pays attention to the fact that Karrion Cross is Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed is Bronson Reed. It's so funny because remember Bronson Reed was kind of stuck in the middle for a while. He lost to Karrion Cross when he, Karrion Cross was gaining his character. He did. Bronson Reed was taking L's that he shouldn't have. And yeah. I'm glad he got over that hump. Remember, he was in um, another ladder match. A he bunch of the, like he four or five-way matches. He was in the five-way ladder match at... Last year's uh, so NXT was, event. There was a time where eventually he was going to get over that hump. I'm glad he did. He's a good North yeah, American Yeah, but why champion. now, though? But, like, this is the whole thing, I, though. But, like, now... So now what's Vince going to do? He's going to have MSK go up on, on main event and have a match? He's L- going to have... Listen, MSK can go up because they need tag team. We all know they need tag team. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. But, I mean, if you call up two-thirds two of your champions... MSK would go to Raw because MSK is Street, Prof- Street Profits light. Yeah. I mean, MSK are very talented wrestlers, but Absolutely. I mean, I love them. I mean, the, I don't know why they were getting booed in NXT. That's the smart mark people that was kind of pissing me off. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. tag team division in NXT, when you dissect it, I mean, on the lower rung you have ever rise, right? They're on the lowest rung. And oh, then you, yeah, and then but you have, they have screen time. They do. Every week, there's a little. It's kind of funny, though. It's oh, kind of it funny. It's hysterical. And then you have, you have uh, Brizongo and you have Imperium. You have uh, Legado de Fantasma. Yeah, the grizzled young vets, and you have the up and coming who I think will be the champions, Champa and Thatcher. Yeah, and you have MSK. You have a lot of tag teams down yeah, in NXT. I, I mean, the, I'm intrigued by the Imperium thing because where does Walter fit in this? Okay, Walter can go to the main roster. Walter be can do as anything. Dominant, and Walter is somebody if he's built and his his rise keeps getting bigger, he can beat Roman Reigns. Will they do it? No, no. But remember, we're talking about anybody who can, Walter's been can champion that, for like, like 600 days. There's nobody. <laughs> I that I, know. Listen, I watch NXT UK probably once a month. All right. And the only reason why I watched is to see Walter f- wrestle. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I never got that much into NXT UK. Maybe I should if I'm going to be talking about it on the podcast. Two a- hours actually, a week. yeah, you really should. I'll, I'll do everybody else a service. Like we love NXT, right? Yeah turn it up two more levels NXT on NXT UK. UK it oh man it should we should be talking about it way more than we do I mean I I, I don't know much about it um I'll but, take anybody on the NXT UK roster against anybody over here and it's legit yeah it's so good but I mean what the NXT banner UK and, and regular here in the states that whole all those rosters combined can take on any promotion. I believe that in triumph. I believe AEW that. included. I believe that, and they and, have people who who I can see beat Omega. For and sure. sitting on, I mean, Omega's hurt right now a little bit, but sit, sitting on top of the you hate Omega. Sitting sitting on top of the NXT mount on the NXT mountain is Walter. It's a shame that Walter can't be more viewed in people's houses on network television, right? Instead, you got to pay $5 or $10 a month to watch him on NXT UK at 3 o'clock on a Friday or something like that. On a Thursday. Whatever it is. British Mountain Time. Yeah, whatever it is. Excuse me, British Summertime. Yeah. 8 p.m. British Summertime. But, I mean, I would love to see him in regular NXT, like regular 
like non UK version. Oh, yeah, well, well, we were you know at Takeover when we got that match with him and Champa. That was a good match. Dude, phenomenal. Oh, my God. The match with him and Pete Dunne when he became NXT UK champion was ridiculous. But remember, he got called up and lost at Survivor Series in five minutes. He to was Braun the first one he to was lose on yeah. the NXT All Star team. So we gotta just as much as us wrestling fans like to say, hey. This is what should happen. This is what should happen. We got to think about it as we're not pulling the strings. Vince McMahon is pulling the strings. We so, would like to, and that's why yeah. we do this podcast. That's, that's why, why we, do we talk and that's we banter. That that that's why it's FB one one because a fantasy booking in a fantasy world that we do live in, we would like to book. I mean, we we always we always say that we would like to write the storylines for professional wrestling because as us fans who've been watching it for over twenty five and thirty years, respectfully, and in Jeff's case, but actually inside of a wrestling ring. He's been inside her. Yeah, he's been he's been he's a wrestler. We kind of know what the fans want, but we still don't know what Vince wants, and that's been the problem that wrestling fans have been saying for years. Here's the here's the easy answer. There, he doesn't know what he wants either, because he's so yeah. fickle. Because he'll just change on a dime. He's also got a lot of people in his ear, so that's the other thing. You've got a lot of companies. Now that it's publicly traded, you have all these, you know, people you have to um, listen to. You have the two networks to deal with. You know, Fox is in your ear, USA. Well, Fox it is shows in his by ear last a lot week. more now. And this week, Fox got their thing. USA was pissed. Hey, they gave him their thing. Now it's good. You hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I I understand working in corporate, and Tom, you do too. You understand when you have a lot of people in your ear and a lot of people telling you to do this and that and what's for the betterment of the company. Like, I get it. However, I don't think Vince does or nor cares. He doesn't he just care. just does his own thing anyway. He doesn't care at all. He doesn't care. He, but, he's I made mean, his money. Yeah, I mean, we're here, I can... Two piss poor people in Howell Township. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can talk until we're blue in the face and say, hey, you should do it like this. Or, hey, you should do it like that. We've but done it for what? our 63 prior episodes. Yeah, maybe. but guess what? It's not going to happen. We can predict. Right. We can predict. It's not a prediction, Tom. It's, it's a, a spoiler. spoiler. But, I mean, if anybody that's been following us religiously, and thank you for listening to us anywhere you find your podcast, is that when we kind of make predictions about some stuff, it kind of gets true sometimes. And we do. You know, if I'm right about something, I'll say I'm right about something. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, you'll put yourself over. I'll put myself over. Put Why not? Over. I mean, I think I deserve to. But, I mean... When you look when you when you when, when you look at the total landscape of wrestling right now, you have Raw, you have SmackDown, you have NXT. NXT is right now must watch television. Yep. Every little thing that NXT does is is on point because I they cannot put, wait to get home after this podcast. This is the highlight of my day. They 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 put the time. Like look at the LA Knight and Cameron Grimes feud with Teddy DiBiase. Can we go into NXT and talk about this now? We've been talking about NXT for the past fifteen minutes. <sighs> All right, and NXT last week. You phenomenal. Know, phenomenal great episode it starts with the samoa joe and, banger uh, and carrying oh across stare down that was so good book that shit book that, it yeah but it's not gonna happen those but. guys literally do like the same hold and it's yeah like, oh i mean God. just july 6th uh great american bash. bash we are at adam cole and in colorado an actual sanctioned yeah match, not unsanctioned match um nxt is doing the lord's work we all know this to be true um, give me more of that. I gotta, I gotta have it. I'm excited about Tuesdays. Always have been. Even when NXT was on Wednesdays, was always excited about that. It's the great. 
if you want to get somebody into a wrestling show or get into uh, people into wrestling, that's the show you watch. You can watch NXT. Like you can start watching it this week. We talk about the art and sport of professional wrestling. That's our moniker. Yeah, that is the embodiment of what we. That talk is about. true, and I think NXT is the only um, weekly episodic show. That's a right even word. good job, pull, Tom, thank you. Out. Even pulling in <laughs> AEW and, and Impact. I got a funny Impact story in a second, but okay. Um, AEW is trash, by the way. It, it's been trash it's, for a little bit. I don't like the ever since their pay per view. Ever since the ten o'clock move to Fridays for now. I mean, it's only because of the the, the basketball, playoffs, but yeah. But I mean, the MMA thing was trash. A lot of stuff going on, but whatever. That's another story. NXT is the only show that you can watch. You can start watching in any given week, and that's fine. Yeah. You don't need much of the story because what they do is they recap it smart. They don't put a lot of time into it, and they'll they give you all the points. Yep. You know what I mean? Even if something as stupid as, you know, the Mercedes Merce, Mercedes Martinez, Zaya Lee feud yeah, to Cameron Grimes and L.A. Knight. You know what I mean? Like, they open the show the right way normally NXT. They close it the right way. They're going to put that championship on the line and finally um, in front of more people. Oh, yeah, they will. And uh, Cameron Grimes is going to go over for sure. Cameron Grimes is. That promo last week by L.A. Knight. I like L.A. now. I don't know how you guys feel about him. L.A. Like Knight, L.A. L.A. Knight to me is... He's like is, the poor man's rock. He's like the rock light. Rock yeah. light. He's a great yeah. value rock. And under underneath that is Ricky Stark, but go ahead. Oh, that's very true. Yes. Oh, my God. From the clothes true. to everything. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And the hair, too. Yeah, that guy sucks, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, you hate everybody in AEW, don't you? Yeah, but I don't want to come off as a hater. But you know, well, I mean, I'll, let's call a spade a spade. I man. mean, it. it you. I, I watch it. So let me let me start by saying that I do watch it. I thought you don't watch it. I do. Oh, I started to watch your closet AEW watcher. I do. I got. I got to be honest. So what do you gotta, honestly? What do you honestly think of Cody Rhodes? I hate Cody. I hate the Cody Rhodes. Thank you. I'm not a fan. Even when he was in WWE couple things made me pop other things is like i could care less about so cody yeah. Rhodes, okay fine whatever yeah, it's it's funny though how he books i'm a, a huge um pro, what is it pride and powerful so or or santana Ortiz and Ortiz guys yep. they should have the belt which i know they're getting to um you know i i do like orange cassidy but he's kind of fallen by the wayside like what they're doing with him right now is very weird do you he's like just, mjf I think MJF is a bastard only because, <laughs> and, and, and I mean that in a good way yeah. because of his character. He like plays he makes the, me think that way. He plays the role the right way. He plays the role the way it should be. Correct. Mm -hmm. And and that, and, and I like that. Jericho is Jericho, whatever. He's just there. Um, Kenny Omega. I, I personally dislike Kenny Omega. Um, I am aware of his work. I like his work in JPW. His four matches with Okada were crazy. If you've ever watched any of those, please yeah. do if you haven't. But again, this is different. This is television. This is this is different. This is I, I just don't think he's hitting home and everything he's doing between AEW and Impact, I don't quite get. The thing with Kenny Omega that I really don't like right now is the fact that and I think he, he's got four belts. So, like, what do we do with this? Where are we going? I think they're trying too hard to make him look good. Thank you. Ding, ding, ding. I think that what they're doing is they're just putting him out there too much where when he was tag champs with Hangman and that whole stuff was before that. Right. He well, I was, mean, we knew he that was, was wrestling. That, oh, yeah. That was, there was an end to a means. A I means mean, to an end there. Omega is a good wrestler. I will say that. Absolutely. I'm not going to um, take that away from him. He, oh, man. His match is like, 
when it, I think he's not invested. I really don't think like he's kind of giving it his all for certain. I people. think he's hurt too. Yeah, I think no, he's he is hurt. hurt. Yes, mm-hmm. a- absolutely. So I understand that, but like his his AEW work versus what he's done in New Japan. Oh, it's, it's totally like different. night and day. Yeah, but but again, at the but same that's time, what got you to the dance, and then you want to go and change it. It's but just again, so weird. again, you got to look at the people that he was wrestling in New Japan, though. Okada is phenomenal. <laughs> oh my, oh man! Name Have a you guy. Any uh, any New Japan? I'll I'll YouTube it. I'll see no, what's going I never on. watched it. But I mean, to be honest, like crazy. Okay, compare, oh, compare Omega against Okada and all these guys in Japan. To who he's facing in AEW, Dean Ambrose, Jungle Boy, Orange I li- Cassidy. I, I like I like all three of Pac. those guys. I'm just saying the the in ring abilities of Okada trumps the in ring abilities of those three guys that I just mentioned. Yeah. So maybe if you don't, if maybe if you know Mox, yeah. Maybe Monks. the reason why Omega doesn't look as good as he did in New Japan was because the fact that the talent in AEW it's may not be as good different. as it was in right. NJPW. So it's not translating at the top mm-hmm. like it used to be. Yeah. Now he's become middle of the field because the playing field is leveled now. It is. And 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 I I think what That's he... what you want because then it'll make everybody who doesn't stick out force themselves to be better in order to do so. Yeah. Plus what AEW doing right now is I th- I guess they're floundering they're... too until probably August where it'll get hot well, and then September is another pay-per-view. They're they're doing a lot of different like hokey things, right? Stadium stampede matches, bull rope matches, UFC fights. Um, just a lot of different stipulations, a lot, and at the same time There's, they're doing these they stipulations. They've had they, they fans. do have fans, and and They've and been, they're bringing people yeah. in. They're bringing in big names: Andrade, Big Show, Mark Henry. Pretty soon it could be Ruby Riot, Braun Strowman, Murphy. You don't know. You don't know what they're doing. But all, all Zelina is, Vega, maybe all it is is WCW light. That's okay. all it is. That's We're all. going right back to the well, and wh- where did that end up? Unless garbage. you change it, I don't see AEW okay going do down that route. I I hope that they learn from the past because the past is doomed to repeat itself. Yeah, but I, I don't. I think that the talent that they have, they still do put on quality matches. The reason that a WCW floundered was the fact that yeah, money was being spent for guaranteed contracts yeah. and money was being spent. Nobody gave a not shit about based the off the gate. It's about the money. That's all it was. Cruiserweights were the only good saving grace about yes, that. That was the only saving and grace. Goldberg was selling tickets as well. And he was Sting, selling. Pro Sting and uh, the NWO. Gold, Goldberg, all 300 in the NWO. Yeah, Gold, Goldberg was huge. Uh, w, I mean, the NWO was huge. But, I mean, you know, we can digress to the fact that what is the WWE missing, right? We always say that WWE missing is is, is missing talent. So We're missing the so, fans so, so first and The foremost. fans first and then the talent. I think... When the fans come back, that's when they're going to gauge about who to call up and who to not. Because remember, yeah, they just called absolutely. up poor, poor Piper Nevin. They called up Piper Nevin. Uh, they went with the dew drop. However, I think they know that we hate it. They yeah. went with it. And you've seen what we seen last night. Yeah, she turned on her already. She turned on her already one week. So, I mean, you know, you bring back Eva Marie with four or five different vignettes every week. And now she loses her protege, Dewdrop, aka Piper Nevin. Dewdrop, because um, she was about to say, "I'm Piper." I'm, I'm Piper, yep. yeah. Yep. So I mean, I, I hope Piper stays. I think that she's a great athlete. Yeah. Um, I think she got called up. Yeah. Yeah, and if she did, good for her. You yeah, know what she I mean? Got pulled from NXT UK. Yeah. 
They could have called up Kaylee Ray or Kylie Ray. Oh, my God. And she just lost the championship to Sotomayor um, recently. Sotomayor. Um, no, that's uh, that's the, that lady. Sotomayor is like a judge that's in the United States. That's the judge States. lady. Yeah, so, yeah, fuck it. We'll go with it. Fuck it. We'll, yeah, we'll fuck it. Out. We're live. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, so she lost to the judge. <laughs> the, we'll call her the judge. <laughs> she lost to Sotomayor, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, whatever. No, uh, she lost to uh, Sakamuri. Yeah. Sakamura. Yeah. Or Sotomayor for those playing the home game. Um, <laughs> for those counting on the New York Times. counting on the New York Times. But, again, we're we're in this world where... Oh, I sound like an asshole. It's I'm okay. Like, yeah. I, I, I said punch Cody in the road, so remember that. Um, <laughs> well, I know. I mean, it, what did... Oh, man. What did, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go. You made some You made some, I made some really good ones. Uh, you called... Uh, you you threw a JT Riamuto in there one time, I remember. Well, I did that on purpose. Oh. Because <laughs> there was shit going on with the uh, Yankees and the Phillies at yeah. the time. This is last this year. This is last year at yeah. this time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I want to I wanna dive back into Money in the Bank. Um, especially I want to go into the women's Money in the Bank because we already saw Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Naomi, and Asuka uh, succeed and cash in yeah, to be part of that match. that they did that in tag teams. Yes, that was weird. Because they're gonna fill their they're gonna fill their spots faster than they are with the men's. Cause yeah, that's fine. Guessing, I think. No, I mean I think those four women, it's a good start. Oh, it's I'm intriguing. Not, I'm, not Ma- no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm saying, just talking yeah. about them. You know, thank God Oscar didn't lose to Dewdrop and Eva Marie, and same thing with Naomi. I think Naomi is a very although athlete. I yeah. could have seen them having them win and inserted into that match though oh yeah me yeah. too it could have went both ways but i mean naomi's in the match she's a very athletic woman who she will have some spots yeah um oscar will be in there because she's I the actually, defending i actually hope that she wins it uh, yeah that'd be awesome if naomi won but i mean yeah um that's it, to give that's us fans to give oh, it's us, us fans due, yeah i mean know? oscar's the defending money in the bank winner and you have nikki cross she's in it not likely to win it no i mean remember so. alexa bliss has already won it and nikki cross is in it but the nikki cross that's in it isn't the nikki cross that we want to be in it but <laughs> yes. you know what do you call that character hurricane light man hurricane um light. so on, so that leaves man. four that leaves four spots remaining and these four spots are gonna come from smackdown they're gonna come from smackdown and i tell you right now one of them is gonna be Liv morgan um, I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be Liv Morgan. It's going to be Carmella. That's six. Okay. And then we have two more spots. I'm trying to think of who else. It's not going to be, down. it's not going to be long. Um, Lana's gone. You think, uh, Sasha can seal one of those spots? Maybe. Cause she comes back on the and maybe, sixth. And maybe season? Sasha wins. Right. Maybe Sasha wins, but that'd be boring if Sasha won. It would be boring. It would also be fitting of her character yeah. because she is the boss. She's holding this briefcase, and she can just she's the one to ride that fucking briefcase. Yeah, out if she ever. did win it, she'll hold Jesus. it for a while. Oh my god! Maybe oh, maybe Bailey, Bailey can be in it. She won it. Well, she can be in it. She can she be in it, it but yeah. she won it. Yeah, and then she cashed in that night. Yep, we were we, there. We, we were there. I'm sitting in the chair that we were there. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. Because remember, the WWE has to book people in the match because they've lost a lot of talent. Yep. So they just come. I mean, they're not going to have Dana and they're not going to. I don't think you're going to get a call up or anything. No, 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 no. NXT women's division is fine the way it is. 
Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is fine the way she is. Ember Moon, Shotzi. Io Shirai is the only person, but I think she's going into like a weird tag team thing right now. Yeah. Io is my favorite wrestler in NXT. Um, I don't know what's going on with that. Because it's her and um, Zoe Stark. And Zoe Stark. They could challenge um, The Way. And if that's the case, then obviously Zoe Stark would take the fall. Yeah. Um, but and I just don't. And then where did all of a sudden. Um, Oh, what's her name? And she's so good looking. Too. Dakota? <laughs> Dakota no, no, Kai. Dakota. Kai. She's there. Um, Caden Carter. Tony Storm. Where's uh, Tony Storm in all this? I don't know. She's gone. Like, all did you see that match last week with Raquel and Dakota against uh, Casey and Caden? It was a good match. It went well, for a long it, time. It did. I think it was at least two breaks. It was. It was. Two I think it was like a fourteen-minute match. Jeez. That's a long time because I mean, NXT if you if you, two hour show. if you look at the skill set and the TV time between those four women, Raquel and Dakota trumps. Um, Kaden and Casey. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that was actually that was a very they're actually a entertaining good match. Tag team. Yeah, that was a very entertaining. They match. have like women's like setup moves. And, yeah, and, and, it was, like, was kind of interesting. A finisher of yeah. sorts, you know. So I mean, tonight on NXT, I mean, it starts in in twelve minutes. So I mean, you know, we we're gonna we're gonna want to enjoy that. But I mean, remember, you can always find all of our Sunset Flip Radios sixty three other episodes anywhere you get your podcast <laughs> yeah, i think about that out. for a second like, Whoa. uh remember we're on amazon music we're on spotify we're on podbean apple podcast google podcast social media wise you name it we got we're it on we, twitter, we're, we're on twitter we're on twitter at sunset Yep. instagram at sunset flip radio we are on facebook at sunset flip radio you can email us at oh this is my turn Finally, oh yeah. guys it's wonderful to be back <laughs> sunset flip radio at gmail.com Com. You fucked it up. Sunset Flip Podcast at gmail.com. Fuck you, cocksucker. <laughs> uh, remember, we have t shirts for sale. 20 bucks a shirt plus shipping. We can meet you and talk about wrestling, or we can send you a shirt. Please yeah, buy we'll a meet, shirt. We'll meet you at a halfway house. Yeah, we'll, we'll meet you anywhere. Um, to order one of our shirts, we have them displayed on our social media accounts. You can order one by messaging us uh, as a group or individually, where anywhere you want to get to us. You can send us smoke signals. You can write us a letter. <laughs> Whatever you want to do to order a shirt, we have plenty in all different sizes, small to 3X. So, and what do we got coming up? Well, we have a lot coming up, <laughs> <Well>. sir. Uh, <laughs> this Saturday, you can't, you can't um, go home without telling them what's the, the goods. Man. This Saturday, June 26th, uh, Invictus in Little Ferry, the infamous Little Ferry VFW Hall, with a bell time at three o'clock in the wow, afternoon. Wow, three a time, uh, three o'clock. They're going. I told you in the text message earlier <laughs> in their group. I said, "Oh man." This bell time is so early. They're they're probably going to Waffle House. Yeah, or they're, they're, I wish there was a Waffle House in New Jersey, but uh, there me isn't. Too. Yeah. There's a Pancake House. I think that's in Middletown on 35 yeah. or Hazlitt somewhere right there. Yeah. But three o'clock, um, Invictus Pro Wrestling presents Empire Rising, and it which is which is going to be a really good it's, show. There's a lot of good local independent wrestlers. There's Jacob, a lot of buzz about Jacob show Fatu too. is going to be the headliner there's, in that there's match. The buzz. Um, is a lot of great local wrestling. Jacob Fatu, the champion from MLW. Yep. So the reason oh, the why Fatu you family. should go is because we are sponsoring the event. We are one of a few sponsors, and we're actually sponsoring a match. Yes, tell we're, them what match. We are sponsoring a... Um, it's a women's street fight, yes. actually. Yes, it is. And it was funny because Ryan from... Um, from Invictus. Invictus Pro Wrestling is like, which match you guys want to do? And, and, that, and I was like, that was taken. That took us back when you told me when you sent that in the group chat. I was like, whoa, we get to sponsor. Yeah, uh, so. like uh, <laughs> who used to sponsor matches like uh, um, Ico Pro, Ico Pro. Like that, yeah. oh no, God, but uh, Snickers. 
This June 26th, doorbell 3 o'clock, American Legion post in um, Little Ferry, New Jersey. We are sponsoring a street fight between Kennedy Copeland and Molly McCoy. So what are we going to do is we're going to take a picture with Kennedy Copeland and Molly McCoy. We will post it. We will be going live at Little Ferry this Saturday. I can't wait. Um, June 27th at the infamous Clarion Hotel in Toms River, New Jersey. Jeff's company, Noise Toys, and Sunset Flip Radio will be partnering up for a toy and comic con where the guest of honor will be the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Please leave your sunglasses on, Jimmy. Yeah, please, Jesus. I beg you. Oh, my God. Uh, come out. You can buy toys from Jeff. Give Jeff all your money, and we can talk about wrestling. <laughs> we'll uh, hand out some cards. He car- needs it for his new bathroom. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll hand, hand out some cards, hand out some stickers. You can talk wrestling with us. Jeff's on location at uh, Cody Rhodes' <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Sponsored um, by the Iron Sheik. <laughs> <laughs> uh, September 18th, the big one, 2300 Arena, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Sons of Flip let Radio. Me, let me interject real here, really quick. That show in September is becoming a <laughs> fucking monster. It's huge. Are you following all that shit? Yeah. That everybody's just, oh my God. The, I, I can't even name all the people. It's just ridiculous. I, I'm starting to get really like giddy and like nervous because it's like I can't. I'm going to be around all these people. And yeah. this is great. And there's not there's going to be not enough time in the day to get autographs, quick little interviews. I got to be talk, smart with my money. Stuff. I know. Yeah. I know. I'll, I'll whatever. I'll the name, I mean, I'm just going to throw out these names right now. And these these names are guaranteed to be there. Kane, Mark Henry, Paul Ellering, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Enzo, wow, Emma, um Layla uh, who else is going to be there? Rob, Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam is going to be there. That one's Diana Perrazzo is going to be there. Um, uh, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green is going to be there. Ron Simmons is going to be there. Damn. Um, I'm, who else? Uh, that's a lot of people. And you know what? That's a lot of chances for us to to have somebody on the show. Because oh, and we're going to be there. We're going to be there. Oh, come on, don't sell us tr- Noise short. Toys and Sons of Flip Radio. We'll don't be bury selling, the lead, Tom. We'll be selling our t-shirts, and more importantly, we'll be having a live episode of Sons of Flip Radio at the 2300 Arena. I'm excited. We're, we're working out logistics we're, here. We're so. thinking about what's... I mean, we're going to so have give us a, different give us microphones a, and yeah, stuff, but yeah. I mean... You know, Give us a break on the quality. Yeah, we're going to go old school with the microphones, but I mean, we're going to be doing a live episode. You never know. If someone walks by our table and they join the show... Listen... When we do the show at the 2300 Arena, it may be two episodes because it's going to be jam-packed. Um, we're going. Your boys are going. We're gonna yeah, go. we're, 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 we're going to be, be there for the wrestling, the card collecting, the, everything. the and ball you know bagging, what? whatever is and, going on there. <laughs> and, there. And you know what? This is The, the cool cheesesteaks. Yeah, this is the cool thing about being a podcast that has no scripts is the fact that when we are at the 2300 Arena and you are there... If you come in and you come hang out with us, we will have you on the episode. If we're talking about something, I'll turn the mic on. You can come in and we can talk about wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We we will interact with you, the fan, because you, the fan, is what makes us keep going. All right? Yeah, baby. We really appreciate that. Appreciate you listening to all of our episodes. You can find anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, once again, we are Sunset Radio, a podcast for the art and sport of professional wrestling. I am your co-host, $100 man, Thomas Lisi. Always joining the most handsome dad in the room, Alex Drake. Oh, that father life. Let me tell you, I enjoyed my first Father's Day, and it was uh, one for the ages. There you it's go. Just very right. simple. Got to, you know, celebrate it and read a card for my wife and, you know, holding my daughter, and it was just very surreal. There you go. So it, w- it was good to enjoy my first Father's Day last weekend. I really appreciate That's it. That's awesome. 
And as always, Mr. Wonderful Jeff Noise, who was on location. He was very pissed he couldn't be here. But at, uh, at Cody's bathroom party. At Cody, Cody's bathroom party. We are Sunset Foot Radio. We are out for today. As always, peace, love, and wrestling, and take care. You're...